You know? I think everybody's running from a storm. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but it's uh, just something. I uh, had a man called and he said, I'm not happy, preacher. I said, well, join the crowd. Amen. No, I didn't. I didn't say that. <laughs> but anyhow, I, I got to thinking about that. I got into the Scriptures again. And, and I would like for you to look in Deuteronomy chapter 28. <clears throat> chapter 28. Deuteronomy 28. And I'd like to begin to read in verse 63. Deuteronomy 28, verse 63. And it shall come to pass that as the Lord rejoiced over you to do you good and to multiply you, so the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and to bring you to naught. And ye shall be plucked from off the land where thou goest to possess it. And the Lord shall scatter thee <clears throat> among all people from the one end of the earth even unto the other. And there thou shalt serve other gods which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. And among these nations shall thou find no ease, neither shall the sole of thy foot have rest. But the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart, and failing of eyes, and sorrow of mind. And thy life shall hang in the doubt before thee. And thou shalt fear day and night, and shalt have none assurance of thy life. In the morning thou shalt say, Would to God it were evening. And in the evening thou shalt say, Would to God it were morning. For the fear of thine heart, wherewith thou shalt fear, and for the sight of thing of thine eyes, which thou shalt see. And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt, again with ships, by the way whereof I speak unto thee, thou shalt see it no more again. And there you shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen, and no man shall buy you. I want to concentrate tonight on verse 67. In the morning thou shalt say, Would to God it were evening. And in the evening thou shalt say, Would to God it were morning. Pray with me, please. Father, we pray that we would learn how to be a happy people in the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I, I just thank God that I'm saved tonight and you give me a happy heart. And no matter what the circumstance is, I thank you for that. And I ask that for every one of our people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> I listened to the news and, uh, and listening to the news of what's going on in our country right now, uh, it tickles me that every one of the now, uh, news people and the people that's running for new offices and offices that's coming up, uh, just wait. Just wait. We're going to straighten this mess out. Just wait. We want to get this straightened out. Well, I tell you what, if we keep waiting much longer, there ain't going to be nothing straightened out. Amen? And what I'm saying is, uh, it's always tomorrow. It's always somebody's going to do something to straighten things out tomorrow. Now, notice the Bible says, In the morning thou shalt say, Would to God it were evening. And in the evening thou shalt say, Would to God it were morning. You could call this, Why aren't you happy? Now, a whole lot of people today are in a hurry to get to the grave. They say every day, 
boy, won't this day ever end? Waiting and wishing it was over. And what I tell everybody that says that around me is, man, don't wish your life away. Live it as God gives it to you and enjoy it. Now, if you're interested in being happy and content, I want you to listen very carefully. People are having problems they are not happy. But what is causing their problem? Number one, it is hunger, because the hungers of us today eat better than the fullest of us used to eat. I remember when I was a little boy, I took my wife back up to where I was born uh, in West Florida. And I thought we had the biggest house when I was a little boy. I went there, and I, that thing is might be 14 foot wide and 24 foot long, if it's anything, a little wood-slacked house with uh, wood shutters on it, didn't have any windows in it or anything. And I remember us, uh, how I thought we was eating great because I always eat out in the woods. And uh, things that was out there, we had peaches and pears and wild and grapes and scuplings and, and those kinds in the woods. And I was happy as I could be and just living up. But I look back on it and think about I don't know if y'all ever eat uh, what they call hog and hominy. Is that what they used to call it? It was those, I think it's corn, but I'm not sure. Hominy? Hominy, yeah. I remember us eating a lot of that stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and just a lot of things that we had back then. And I thought about it. it can't be that we're hungry. we got more today to eat than we've ever had before. It can't be clothing. The worst dressed among us today are better dressed than they used to be. It can't be money because the poorest among us today are better off than uh, the richest of us used to be. It can't be pleasure. Our children have more toys and our adults have more hobbies than ever before. There are more television sets in homes than I've ever seen. One person I talked to the other day was talking about how many TV sets, and I'm talking about big TV sets, in their home. And they said, I got four in mine. Every room I go to, I don't have to go looking for another room. I got a TV in there. And I got a different program on every one of them. And I thought to myself, you can't watch but one at a time. Amen. Uh, it can't be that we're too busy. We have dishwashers and, and to wash the dishes. We have car washes to wash the car. You could go on and on. Now, what is it that causes us to be unhappy? And I believe it's the tomorrow syndrome. When a child is first in the first grade, he can't wait till he gets to the sixth grade. When he gets to the sixth grade, he can't wait to get to junior high. When he gets to junior high, he can't wait till he gets to high school. When he gets to high school, he can't wait to get to college. And finally, the day comes, you finish school, you can't wait until you get a good job and establish a career. Then you can't wait for the payday. Then you can't wait for vacation. Then you can't wait until you retire. And finally, you die. Amen? And that's just life as it comes. And all our life, we were unhappy, uncontent, waiting for tomorrow, praying for tomorrow to come. Now, most people I know live like a greyhound dog. I, I, before we were saved now, I want you to understand that first statement. Of before we were saved, me and my wife went to the dog races. And uh, we, uh, 
I laughed because I told her now, these dogs ain't going to eat off of us. We're going to take $2 a piece to bet with, and it costs a dollar, I think, to get in, or $2, so we're going to take $4 a piece. So I went in, and I, I saw the prettiest dog you ever seen in your life in a race, and I put my $2 down on that dog, and he'd come flying out of that gate and sit down. I mean, just sit down. There went my $2. So my wife, she got to look at the race thing, and she picked out one. She bet her $2 on it and won $250. And you know what we did? I said, let's go home. <laughs> Amen. We ain't, we ain't betting the rest of it. But I think about it a great deal when it comes to things of this life. Everybody's looking for tomorrow. Uh, the grass will be greener on uh, tomorrow than it was yesterday. And so, and I want to give you some things about learning to be happy. Number one, savor today. Look at today the way you looked at tomorrow yesterday. Yesterday you thought tomorrow would be a wonderful day, and now tomorrow's here. So have a wonderful day. Amen? We spend too much time on picture books looking back. And we spend too much time remembering what a good time we had uh, griping yesterday. Now listen to me very carefully. You'll never be a first grader again. You'll never be a junior high schooler again. You'll never be a college student again. Therefore, enjoy it while you can. Savor today. You're where you wanted to be yesterday. Live today in the day syndrome and enjoy uh, today as God gives it to you, number one. Number two, enjoy the trip as much as you enjoy the destination. I'm so thankful I'm saved tonight. Amen? I'm so thankful I'm going to heaven. But I'm so thankful also for being allowed to serve the Lord on the way. And I stop and realize sometime uh, you're having a good time doing it. Amen? Enjoy the trip. Now, I heard a man say one time that most Christians are so heavenly minded there's no earthly good. And there's a lot of truth to that. They're looking to get to heaven. That's all they can think about. That's all they can talk about. One of these days, I'm going to heaven. Well, I got news for you. I'm going too. Amen. And I am looking forward to that great day. But I, I want to enjoy the trip. I want to enjoy God's people here as much as I will in heaven. I want to fellowship with people. I want to laugh and I want to talk uh, down here. And I pray, Lord, I want to live as long as you let me live on this earth. As long as I serve you. When you get ready for me to come home, I'm ready to go. But I want to enjoy this life. Now, uh, so secondly, enjoy the trip as much as you enjoy the destination. Number three, find happiness within your possibilities. You know where I find a lot of people are miserable? They're trying to be something that somebody else is. They look at somebody else's life and they see, well, they sure are happy and they got a good job and they're doing this or doing that and uh, uh, they, they want to be like somebody else all the time. And where I found happiness is I'm happy just serving the Lord for who I am. Amen? I thank God. Now, we're in, we're in a situation in this country right now that uh, little, they wanted to change the sex of little children. 
somebody said, I got a boy, but I want him to be a girl. Now they want to change the sex of them and make him a girl and so on. And you know what? I'm glad I'm a man. I mean that. I'm glad God made me a man. I'm glad that God made you women women. Uh, that's God's making. Amen? Enjoy what God has made you. That's where happiness is. Unhappiness comes when you try to do something or be something out of your possibilities. I did not say uh, what the people said was impossible because I do believe that all things are possible with God. But learn to live in your realm of life. Use the ability that God has given you. Now, I'm so glad I'm not 50 again. Amen? I think about this a lot. Everybody said, boy, I wish I was 26 again. I don't know what you were doing when you were 26, but I was working hard. Laying blocks out there in that hot sun. I want to go through that again. Amen? I don't want to look back there. I'm sure glad I'm not in my 90s yet. Because God, I thank God, I have missed that what I'm going to be. Now, I don't know what God's got for me, but whatever it is, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad I'm still in my 80s. And find happiness within your possibilities. I was talking to a man the other day, and we was working. He said, you're the hardest working guy I've ever seen in my life. We was working over my yard. And uh, I said, uh, yeah, how old are you? He said, I'm 70. I said, well, he said, and I'm hurting all over and I can't keep up with you. I said, I'm 86 and going at it and still want to keep on going. Amen? I don't know what's ahead of me, but I'm going to enjoy every bit of it. Listen, fourthly, find happiness within your means. You used to drive a Chevrolet, now you drive a Ford. Thank God for that. Amen? I know my friend has a GM. What is that, a Dodge? Yeah, he has a Dodge. Well, you're moving up above me now, see? Uh, think about this, if you would, please. You remember when you used to roll up the windows on the car? Now all you do is push a button. Amen? You think about that. Now let me give you a clue to happiness. There never has been a car that has ever made anybody happy. Listen now. There never was a wardrobe that ever made anybody happy. There never was a bankroll that ever made anybody happy. There never has been a house that made anybody happy. One of my friends that helped me build this church, gave me material to build this church and my home, and helped me ever since I was a teenager, was a multi-millionaire. And he sold his company for, what was it, uh, I think it was $11 million or $15 million, I can't remember, $1 million dollars. And he stayed on in the company and kept on working. And I went by and said, what are you doing here? He loved to play tennis. I said, if I had him your kind of money and loved to play tennis, I'd be playing tennis all my life. He said, no, I just come back to work. I want to make a little more money. So uh, money is, will not make anybody happy. You start off in a one-room apartment. You dream of having a two-room apartment and wish... For, uh, for your own house to live in where you could do your own washing in your house and mow your own lawn and now you have it all the grass to mow the washing to do now you say if I only had one room apartment again 
when you retire, you end up where you started in a one-room condominium. I thought about this the other day. I was sitting over at my late place, and it's a beautiful place overlooking the lake. And I fished in it since, I don't know, we years and years, me and my wife just went over and fished. We used to go over and just our boat, and we'd go by these beautiful homes on the lake. Boy, I wish I had one of them. You know, I'm out here in this hot sun and nothing to cover my head and sweating to death and fishing. I wish I had a home like that. And uh, we're catching fish like crazy and enjoying catching fish. Now I got the home. I'm on the lake. And I have that guy sitting out there in front of my place fishing. I looked at him the other day. He's catching fish and I'm more in the yard. Amen? I'm wishing I'm back out in the boat with him. And now here I am sitting up here in the house. So I find that a house don't give you happiness. Money don't give you happiness. Clothes don't give you happiness. And all these things that we dream about having don't make you happy. Now, what you've got to do in this whole life is to learn to be happy in one room or ten rooms. Be happy with your own car, your own friends, and your own business. Now, I want to read you something. And I was reading this the other night, late in the night. And I, it thrilled my soul. And listen to this. Turn over to Psalms 86. I love the book of Psalms. I tried to read Psalms, and I, I tell you to do this. If you want a good night's rest, if you want to go to sleep, read the Psalms. They're such a blessing to you. Listen to this. Psalms 86, verse 1. Bow down thine ear, O Lord. Hear me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am holy. O thou my God, save thy servant that trusteth in thee. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto thee daily. Rejoice the soul of thy servant, for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive and plenty in mercy, and all them that call upon thee. Give ear, O Lord, unto my prayer, and attend to the voice of my supplication. In the day of my trouble, I will call upon thee, for thou wilt answer me. Among the gods there is none like unto thee, O Lord, neither is there any works like unto thy works. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee, O Lord, and shall glorify thy name. For thou art great, and doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. Unite my heart to fear thy name. I will praise thee, O Lord, my God, with all my heart. And I will glorify thy name forevermore. For great is thy mercy towards me. And thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. O God, the proud are risen against me. And the assemblies of violent men have sought after my soul, and have not set thee before them. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. O turn unto me, and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength unto thy servant, and save the son of thy handmaid. Show me a token for good, that they which hate me may see it and be ashamed. Because thou, Lord, has hoped in me and comforted me. Every time I read that verse, 
Do you know where happiness is? It's relying on the Lord. That's all it is. When you read that psalm, you understand, this is verse 5 again, For thou, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and plenteth in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. My happiness depends on the Lord. It don't depend on me. When I learn to lean on the Lord and, and go to Him for everything in this life, that's where happiness comes in. I don't have to worry myself to death about everything. Just depend on the Lord. And Lord, uh, give me a merry heart. Give me a joy. And I, I looked at our President uh, Biden the other day. Uh, I, I don't know if y'all ever... Well, I know you do. You have to see me on TV every time you turn around. But what I was looking at the other day, did you ever see the how he looks? His mouth, it's always turned down. He's got a frown. I heard a man say, it takes less muscles to give a smile and it does a frown. And it needs to be turned up, smiling. Amen? And that's where we ought to live. I thank God. I'm not what I want to be, but also I'm not what I used to be. I'm a child of God. And God blesses me on every hand. And if He blessed me yesterday, thank God I remember that. But I'm not going to live on yesterday's. And I pray this kind of prayer all the time. While I go's blessings are not sufficient for today. And they're not. God said He would give you the grace when you needed it. And not before. He'll give you the grace when you need it. I've been blessed in the past over and over again. But those blessings don't carry over in today. I remember those. But I also want a blessing today. I want God to bless me today. And I'm not going to look forward so far in the future that I can't say, Lord, give me a blessing today. Give me happiness today. Give me joy today. Right where I am. Amen. I don't like for nobody to feel sorry for me. Because I'm happy. I'm, I'm having time in my life. And, and people look at uh, sometimes our situation say, how do you cope with everything, preacher? I don't know what they're talking about. I'm enjoying it just like it is. Amen? So, of course, God's been so good to me. And I pray He will be to you. And I don't, don't look forward and say, Lord, I hate to get up in the morning. Man, I look forward to the sun to come up. In fact, I don't even like to go to bed to see the sun go down. I told somebody asked me the other day, why do you stay up all as late as you do? I said, because there's a, there's a lieutenant colonel used to come to our church, and he studied for the army how many hours are necessary for good rest for the troops. You know how many is necessary? Four. Four hours. That's all you need. The rest of it is laziness. That's all it is. Just four hours. You get four hours of good sleep. That's all you need. And I don't want to miss nothing. I mean, I want to stay up as long as I can and enjoy it. Everything. Is, I, was, I was sitting there the other night. Now, you get this. If I'd have went to bed two hours before an hour, or even a half hour before I did, I got a phone call at 10.30 at night, and this lady said, Pastor, 
I owe you $500 and I never have paid it. What if I went to bed? Huh? I wouldn't have got that blessing. All these years. If I had all the money that people owed me, man, I wouldn't worry about anything. And this right out of the blue, this woman called me at 10.30 at night and said, I'm sending you $500. And I don't know about you, I'm going to stay up tonight. <laughs> Stand with me, please. God's good. Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you bless us as your people. It's such a, just a pleasure to be called a child of God and to realize where our happiness comes from. It does not come from things. We gather them up and they gather moss and they're eaten up. And Lord, by time, they deteriorate. Our happiness depends on our Lord. And I pray, dear God, help us to seek thy faith, our faith all the time and depend on you now. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Please, if you if you have any problems in this storm, call me. I told Ms. Ms. Taylor a minute ago, I said, Ms. Taylor, now if you have any problems during this storm, call me. I'll send somebody. <laughs> now you be, be sure you call me and let me know if anybody needs anything now. You get in trouble. <laughs>